Welcome back to We Are Live. Chris Simmon, Travis Terrell. If you're watching the video, Travis looks as though he's a bit starstruck. That's because we have a conversation, a one-on-one -on -one with Jake the Snake Roberts. He's in town at the Funny Bone next week. You can catch his Dirty Details Tour. We're excited to uh, be able to share this conversation with you. Jake was on our show a few years back, was one of the more uh, interesting guests we've ever had, uh, and this conversation is no different. It's a, it's a very personal look into uh, sobriety, but then there's also some fun that he's having on the road. Trav, you okay over there? Nope, yes. he's frozen. Uh, before we jump into uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, let me tell you about Buzz's Wine Grill. Big fans of theirs. It's uh, Despite the rainy weather for uh, the Easter weekend, you can find Buzz's all over St. Louis th through the spring and summer. Very excited to be working with them throughout the spring, into the summer. It's food truck season, baby. Be sure to support Buzzes, Hawaiian Grill. Follow their Facebook page for daily locations. Their website's extremely helpful as well. It gives you their schedule and uh, shows you the menu online. They're also available for catering. Travis Terrell. Yes. We're very excited to present uh, a one-on-one -on -one chat with Jake the Snake Roberts here on We Are Live at the Midco Studio Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Again, Jake's show at Funny Bone coming up. Check out Jake Roberts now on We Are Live. Jake the Snake Roberts. He's in town April 23rd, that's next Tuesday, and he's at the Funny Bone. You know where that's at in Westport. Get tickets online at stlouisfunnybone.com. Jake the Snake, welcome back to We Are Live, buddy. How you been, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing better than I've ever done. I, I, I don't doubt that. I can hear it in your voice. You sound relaxed. Yeah. You sound like you're having a good time. Is that just the... Uh, the, the motion of the corn swaying in Iowa? Uh, it's just it's sobriety, man, uh, you know, and, and doing something that makes you feel good, you know. I I, I used to think that I, I was getting pretty high on life, you know, doing what I was doing and not taking care of myself, but uh, I've hit on something that's pretty awesome, man, and uh, it's real simple. I help other people instead of helping myself. I do help myself, uh, but that's not my main objective. My main objective is to help somebody else, and when I help somebody else, it helps me. And uh, out here on these roads and uh, going and doing these uh, shows and stuff, I interact with people, and occasionally I, I'm able to give somebody some advice on how to get out of their trouble. And um, Talking about addiction and alcoholism, man, and uh, that's an awesome feeling when you help somebody out. It certainly is, and again, it's the Dirty Details Tour, and it's at Funny Bone. We love Funny Bone. It's a great yeah. venue, too. That's such a that's such a great mindset to have whenever you're talking about helping people, but at oh, the same man. time, it's, you know, you, you, you're really, you're entertaining people still, but you can... Oh, absolutely. Face-to-face, you, -face, you can get a lot done, too, right? Oh, absolutely, man, because you open the door with the, the humor and... Uh the outlandish stories and the you know, stuff that you just shake your head and say, oh my God, how are you guys still not in jail? Because uh, <laughs> I, I have, I've had, I have shaked the statute of limitations on some of these stories and I'm clear, but I shouldn't be, I should be, I shouldn't be in jail. I should be under the jail. I mean, some of the stuff we used to do to each other was insane. And uh, I, I bring up a lot of those stories. Yeah, it is, man. It really is. I'm just so grateful that, um, you know, the Internet wasn't around then, and, uh, you know, <laughs> people didn't have cell phones everywhere. And, because, uh, man, if they did, man, it, it would be lights out, you know. Well, you, none of, you none of us would be around. <laughs> I don't think none so of us. either. Even, I mean, think about this. 
and the stories that you have probably, I mean, you've told us about yeah. that, the great uh, strip club story involving the oh, yeah. so many, so oh, many yeah. funny things. Now, if you see, and I don't know how in tune you are with today's stars or, or, or what you follow in yeah. pop culture. Conor McGregor comes to mind. He's a mixed martial arts yeah. fighter, obviously. Yeah. He, yeah. It looks like he's going down a weird path. Have you paid attention he's going to down hard, man. Yeah, I do, man. I watch it. And I know yeah. what's going on. I get it. You know, I, I know where they're at, their head's at. You know, and uh, it's horrible, man, because they're going to go down in flames. You know, he's going to yeah. lose a lot of money. He's gonna, he may go to jail. Uh, hopefully he won't kill anybody. But that's definitely a possibility. You know, I watched him, and I, I watched um, oh, the football player from um, Johnny Manziel. Uh, yeah, Manziel, yeah. I, I reached out to Manziel trying to help him, but he never got back to me. Yeah, but I've got my group of people that I help, and uh, I, you know, I'll put my guys up against anybody, man. I, I got some people there that once you come through what we're going through, you're such a good man inside and out. Because you've suffered, you've felt the pain, man. You know what pain really is. And, and you know what you've done. And, you, and you're aware of the pain you caused. You know, most of us, we do things and we don't even think about what we're doing to other people. But, uh, once you've been through addiction, man, you know what you've done to other people and, uh, it weighs heavy on your mind and your soul. So, um, you're more apt to do the right thing and, uh, more apt to stand up and, take a stand against the wrong thing, whereas most people just kind of shrug and, oh, you know, it happens. You know, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he shot 45. It just happens, right? Okay, I get it. You know, we gotta we got to break that thick skin off, man, and start taking some of this stuff to heart and make a stand against it. You know, if we don't, what the hell's going to be left? And, uh, you know, that's where I'm at today, man. I mean, you know, I have my fun and stuff, and but I wasn't... Of course. You know, I wasn't trying to kill anyone, uh, you know. Uh, other than, yeah, It may have yeah. seemed like it, other than myself. Right. You know, I was, uh, you know, that's what, that was my problem is, is I turned it inside. But, uh, you know, there's no shame in getting help. That's that's the number one thing. There's no shame in getting help. You know, some people say, oh, you're weak, man. You couldn't do it on your own. No, I'm smart because I know I couldn't do it on my own. And I got help. You know, so if you want to say I'm weak, you're an idiot. You know, you're a freaking idiot. So I've got hard problems. What should I do, cut it out myself or see a doctor? I think I'll see a doctor, bro, if you don't mind. But, uh, yeah, we need to work on your testicles, man, <laughs> remove them and see what you can do with them, man. Put them in a glass ball. Give them to your wife. She'll put them in a jar. Anyway. You know, we're going to come to town, and we're going to have a great time. No doubt about that. I got, you know, that's one thing about traveling for 35 years on the highway. You get some stories put together. You know, you got some memories. You get some memories, man, that nobody else has. And it's fun sharing this stuff, man, and laughing about it and, and remembering some of the guys that are gone, you know. And, uh, of course. It's just you a good time. So, um, yeah, and this is, again, very exciting that you're coming to Funny Bone next Tuesday. But I'm curious, as much as you're in the scene, you're involved with this, we personally work with a place called St. Louis Counseling Services. They do a mental yeah. health podcast. Do you think cool. it's, 
it's people like you? Do you think it's people uh, just openly speaking about mental health issues that are, are going to continue to further, um, I guess, advance? Just it's, it's going to change the play. It's going to change the playing field, man. It's, it's going to make it something where it's not a, you know, it's not taboo and it's not dark and you're not a loser. There's a lot of great people out there that that have something going on. We all get hit with so many different things, man. From the people that brought you up to the people that you hung around with to the people that stepped into your life in the middle of the night that you didn't even know and changed right. directions. So you get all this stuff happening to you. It has to go somewhere. You know, I, I tell kids today, man, listen, if you've been touched inappropriately, you've got to go get help. You've got to go talk about it. And they, you know, some of them, well, you know, I'm okay, man. No, you're not okay. You're not okay. Trust me, I know. I mean, I, I held it for so many years, and, you know, it's very confusing, man, very confusing. You don't know what to do with it. You don't know where to point the anger. And then you wind up pointing the anger at yourself. Are you serious? You didn't do a damn thing wrong, you know? Just a kid. But here you are hating yourself because this happened or that happened. No, you've got to go get help. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot more people out there now saying, yeah, it happened to me. Okay, let's keep doing that. Let's keep reaching out. But we got to go a step further, and everybody, everyone, needs to be so cool. One day, make it National Help Day, that everybody has to help somebody else. One day. You know? That's too simple, my friend. It is too simple. It is too simple. And nobody do it. Oh, somebody else will do it. Somebody else will pick up the thing. You know, if Diamond Dallas Page had to throw that rope out to me, I wouldn't be talking to you on the phone right now. No, you wouldn't. You know? And that's, and that's and, been well documented. It's, it's just so impressive and amazing that you all were able to connect that way. Yeah, he was. Well, you know, he, he did a pretty simple thing, man. He had the space in his house, okay? He yeah. had the space. All it took was a room. And then he said, hey, dude, move in with me. Hang out here. Live here but you're not going to drink here, and you're not going to leave the house on your own. So was I a prisoner? No. No, I wasn't a prisoner. I had a choice. I could either do it or don't, you know. So he gave me that choice, and sometimes I failed. But over time, it changes. You know, everything you do, man, is, is because you've done it before, you know. That's yeah. what we are, man. We're, habit, you know, we're creatures of habit. You know, and if you finish a ball game off by throwing three beers down, pretty soon that's just what you do. Yeah, well, very good point. Things change, and now you're an opportunity where you, you can't handle the drinking anymore. That is too much, and uh, your body's acting differently when you drink now because you've changed. You've gotten older, whatever, and. It's just time for us all to, to hang together and say, look, dude, you're hurting yourself. Come on, man. Let me help you out. Dallas didn't hold my hand and spank me or direct me. <laughs> he gave me a safe right. place and told me, I'll take care of you as long as you're doing the right thing. He paid my bills while I was doing the right thing. Yes, I paid him the money back, of course. But he made, he made it a safe place for me. You see? That's what's wrong with rehabs. So you go into a rehab for 90 days, right? Yeah. What is it? Does it and feel like you're in a in a facility, or does it feel like home? How does it feel? It, it feels like a jail. 
you know, rehab feels like jail to me, you know. And here's the problem with rehabs. They're not long enough, <laughs> you know, not even close. Sure. And the worst thing is, after 90 days, they pat you on the back, give you a little diploma, you walk across the stage, do a little bow, and you're cured. The I'm hell you sure. are. Right. No, because you know what happens to you? You walk out of there, and all at once, you're being hounded by an ex-wife. You're being hounded by the people that you owe rent for the last three months. You're being hounded by this person. They want their money, too. You know, everybody wants their damn money. The rehab wants their damn money. And now you got all this stress thrown on top of you. One day ago, you were just in a facility. Now it's all being dumped on you, and they want that money right now. And what do you do? You stress out. You blow off. You blow your lid, and you go get a drink, and you're right back in the same old boat. And now to add to that, guess what? You are a failure. That's the label. Right. That's the label. Nobody tries to fail. Most people fail to try. You know. And what I learned was, it don't happen in 90 days, man. It takes six months, a year. To even get the tip of the iceberg chipped off to get some to get some fresh flesh out there to let the sun hit that fresh stuff, man. You yeah. got so many scars and calluses over that stuff, man, you can't get to your heart, man. You've got it hidden away. So if you're gonna help somebody, man, let, let's put them let's put them in a safe place and let's just say, Hey, I got an idea. All bills are on hold for a year. Right, let's get it fixed. Let's get this guy fixed so he can become a a, a, a a product that he can sell and he can take care of himself and he can walk upright like a man and get on with his life. Stop the phone calls. Stop the aggravation. Stop the stress. That's my idea, but what the hell. I'm just a drunk and a junkie. Uh, well... You're doing a great thing with this tour. I'm really excited for people to come out and see you again. Oh, we're going to have a great time, man. Do you have, uh, do you have any um, – I know this is a comedic storytelling. Do you have a favorite comic that you that you follow, or is it more – Oh, hey, man. Uh, you know, I guess George Carlin was my favorite, man. And, <laughs> That's uh, a great he's answer. He's gone, man. He's gone. And, uh, you know, that, that would be it for me, man. That would be you it for me. You think you would see that crowd? Yeah, he was. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think I would, but man, I would love to have met the man. I never got the opportunity. There's others that I'd like to meet, but I don't know, man. I just, uh, you know, John Candy, I think, would, would have been somebody. Oh, man. And, uh, and the other guys from SNL, you know, the early guys. But uh, Of course. You know. Robin Williams, I would have liked to have met. God dang it, man, I'd love to have met him. And uh, maybe yeah. I was the guy that could have helped him. But you know what? I never talked to him. So whose fault is it? Well, it must be mine because I didn't reach out. See, I'm oh, reaching out fun. now. I'm not a, I'm not a, no, I'm not, a, I'll get on the internet and I'll call you out, man, if I know you're needing it. That's beautiful. Because we've you, got to start helping each other, man. I, I love the exposure that you've given this way of life as well. Uh, we just had Tony Hinchcliffe in here and i know you guys jumped on yep. and he's a big wrestling fan great yep. appearance on the joe rogan experience by the way yeah uh thank you 
with the with the ability to get to more people, to me, and maybe you think like this, maybe you don't, it's crazy to me that you were one of the biggest stars on the planet as a wrestler. But in yeah. the end, <laughs> it, it, now where we're at in 2019, technically – maybe this positive message could actually impact even more people than you did Absolutely. as a giant superstar. Uh, that's that's what's making me so happy, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I go to Comic-Cons all the time, and, and because the WWE's got that 24-hour thing going on, yeah. I'm getting a new, I get a new fan base every day. That's you know, exciting. there's new people coming to see me. And they'll stand in line to get autographs, and they, they get up and turn around, like, wait a minute, kid, you're 10 years old. I was done before you were born. And then all of a sudden, they just look at me and they get wide-eyed and they give me my career back in notes and numbers, telling me what year it was that I did this, what year it was I did that, who I wrestled, what I ate that day, and how, what was the weather like. And they give you all this information. And it's so awesome. Now WWE, they're still putting uh, wrestling figures out on They put four out on me last year. You know, it's like, wait a minute. You know, what are you doing putting new toys out on me? Well, because the, the new guys aren't selling. That's why. And thank God for me knowing what I was doing. Because I did have a great character. I did have something that caught your eye. I did work my butt off. I did do great interviews. But I was a train wreck inside. See? But bottom line is my history will not be my destiny. You know, and... uh Today I get high. I get high all the time, man. But I get high by helping others. And if you want to get a great buzz, man, you go help somebody and see how damn good you feel, man. And you're going to say, man, I get hooked on that feeling. Damn right you can. But get out the funny bone. I'm going to tell some stories. We're going to open it up for a Q&A. If you come early, you'll see me out there signing autographs, taking pictures, you know, having a laugh. Bring your story to me, man. Tell me about the time you and your grandpa were watching it together. I love hearing that stuff. That's so impressive and so gracious of you, too. Again, it's stlouisfunnybone.com for tickets. Jake, I'll let you go. I know you got a busy day right, ahead of you. Yeah, it, it, it's a true pleasure, and we're looking forward to having you here. In yeah, man. Hopefully my, old, hopefully my old buddy Bob Orton will come out. <laughs> his son is uh, – Yeah, his, man. His, his son is a stand-up comedian, his youngest son, Nathan, and he is a oh, good friend of ours. He's incredibly talented. And he, uh, we actually had him open for um, Bischoff when he did his uh, podcast. Wow. Tell him he can come do a, a successful show, not Bischoff's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that a Perfect. shot? Of course it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll tell uh, Bob and, and Nathan. Yeah, man. Get him out of here, bro. Tell him to open okay. up for me. Oh, All right, man. Well, take care. Jake the Snake Roberts on We Are Live. Had a fun one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, was very willing to come in studio, but whenever you uh, run out of time and you're the snake, Travis, don't it doesn't do happen. Don't, don't That's right. do that. Don't you like that. that? That was good. It was always inspiring to hear from him, and uh, I, I can't say enough good things about him and all the, uh, the recovery he's been a part of, and then hopefully people he's affecting now uh, through his pretty amazing store. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're in. Okay, uh, there is a, a, a thin individual sitting in our studio. Oh my. Travis and I hulking over him, looking like uh, Shrek and uh, the donkey. Who's who? Why you I could, gotta be? Maybe you're Shrek. Why I gotta be? Maybe you're Shrek. I don't want to be either. Oh, Shrek! <laughs> Why do I gotta be? <laughs> what? 
Uh, so we're lucky. So you're either, either a Shrek or a jackass? Mm -hmm. That's the only options I have right now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we missed Dogs on Film yesterday, but the production work went into it. So we're going to jump into it. Hillside Animal you're Hospital. You're going to introduce the individual first? <clears throat> Hillside Animal Hospital sponsors it, so we got to tell you about them. Be sure to take your pets to them whenever it's time. Travis, there's a gentleman we just talked about. He's sitting across from you, our new intern at Midcoast Media for We Are Live. What's his name, Travis? Do you know? Steve. <laughs> Julius. He's, he's, uh, he's a local stand-up comic. He's trusted by uh, folks that we trust. So he's starting, and it's Tommy Mosslander. Is it Moss or Moslander? Moss. Mosslander. Tommy, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, good. I'm good. An answer, <laughs> answer, answer more swiftly and curtly. Thank you. I'm tired. <laughs> Is this early for you? It's very early. Travis, as somebody who's spent their life waking up at 10.07 a.m., can we uh, give him some advice? He's dragging today. He said, I went to bed early last night. What was still early? Hurting. 10 o'clock. Oh. Oh, yeah, you should be good. You're young. You're, you're, you're young. <laughs> and so going to bed at 10 and what, waking up, what, 6? Yeah. Where'd you come over? You came over from uh, the Illinois side, Edwardsville? Yeah. Oh Ritzy over there. Oh my God, was it like a 14 hour drive? Yeah, how'd that we go? We think everything that's across the bridge is. Mm -hmm. it, it went fine. It was like a half hour. And then I got here way too early. So I just sat in the parking <laughs> There's lot. There's no traffic. Oh, you, you get out and do something. Nope, stared at my, uh, my that's what I would have done. Sat in the parking lot. Yes. I watched YouTube videos. <laughs> no. There it is. for somebody to get here. So before we played Dogs on Film, we explained it to you. You're going to fill in for Dr. Ed today. So you're, uh, you're a stand-up comic. Give us some of the uh, background. Have you done anything fun recently? Are you new to the uh, art form? What's going on? Uh, I've been doing it about a year. Um, I, and you're 14 years old? I, that is, I, I like this. Well you should be, you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. How old are you? I'm 21. 21 years old, Travis. Just 21. Nice, congratulations. Thank yeah. you. You're young. It's See, I, all I don't know if I made that clear. He's young. Mm -hmm. I, I try. You yeah. grew up here in the, in the area? In the area, yeah. Uh, Granite City. I grew up in Granite City. GC in the building. Gardner hates a, Granite City. He absolutely hates Granite City. He, he talks place. about it all the time. He's like, man, that place is awful. It's a terrible place. Guard to defend yourself. I live there. It's terrible. Oh, my girlfriend and her family are from there, Travis. So what you're saying is not true. That at least that I say that. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> you have said that in the past. It was only because the entire town stopped work for the entire day because the president of the United States. What are you States supposed to up. do? Not you show up. You can't go back to work. Everyone's talking about what work. We need jobs. We need to always work. Well, apparently you had time to take the day off and check out the president. You can't get anywhere. Yeah, you couldn't do anything that day. It no, was, it was a bad day. Yeah, that works. You're being yeah. chastised, uh, and you can't. If you get, if you hug up on that mic a little bit, you'll uh, you'll be more clear. Go ahead. Uh, it was a bad. Oh, there he is. Yeah. He's got is this, a voice. Is this better? Yeah, much right. better. That's from your boy Lucas, uh, letting you know your your mic skills are lacking. Uh, are. So you so you've been in comedy for you. Have you got to open with anybody that uh, you've idolized? You're, I know you're opening for Ryan Singer on Monday. I am That's a big deal. For Ryan Singer on Monday. Um, Ask him about X Men. I will. Okay, okay. listen. This thing, it's, doesn't that Brian Singer have some bad stuff attached to him? I don't know. We're trying to get yes, people to come out and have some yeah, post I, I feel fun. like if people aren't thank sure, you, they'll Tommy. be more than likely to show up and be like, oh! Oh, good. Oh, oh thank you. Okay. Oh, we we're going to protest, whoop, whoop. but it's a comedy show. Right. I'll have 80 tickets, please. Got it. 
So you're going to open for that. What other uh, fun things have you had in your little comedy journey? Uh, last December, I opened up Young Comedy Journey, I should ben say. Ben Glebe at the Funny Bone. Ben, ben Glebe! Oh, yeah. friend of the show! Host yeah. of Idiot Test. That was fun. That yeah. was uh, the biggest guy I'd opened for at that time. So that anybody, awesome. anybody champion that for you to get the spot? It's not uh, easy getting club spots here. Not that I know of. Uh, Tim, I opened for Tim Convey, so that might have had... That's Something the answer. That is the answer. Shout out oh, to Tim. Oh, Timothy Convey. Love it. All kinds of friends so, of the show. So, so hot. What do we, uh, before we so jump into the game, what do you hope to achieve by uh, working here at Midcoast and We Are Alive? <laughs> oh, Let's, on the spot. I didn't interview him, so now this is the interview. And what's our mission statement? Yeah, exactly. Can I plead the fifth? Yeah, nice. that's good. Yeah. Travis doesn't know. I don't that. even know why I'm here. Travis, what's our company's stuff. website? Our company website is mcm.org nope, it's midcoast.media for more information Damn it, i'm gonna get it one day so we're excited to have tommy uh, on board uh, very smart young man and uh, very funny as well so gardner you want to play some dogs on film we uh, we take an intern in place of a doctor this time let's do it So the way this works, we have uh, Gardner to tell you how it works. He's much better at the intro, but Tommy has already done it. Travis got an attitude today. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. What you got there, pal? Yeah. Go ahead. Come on. You get a Sesame Street internship. You just said, this is how you play the game. Nope. Going to make Gardner explain the game. We're a podcast on (laughs) daily. Just say, Gardner, would you explain the game to us all? Okay. There we go. Gardner, would you mind explaining Tell us your mathemology theory as well. And please, tell me why Trump ruined your morning today. Here we go. I just need to know a few different things. Now he's upset. I was about to compliment. Look at this. We have paper to write on if you're watching at home. This is exciting for the game. Gardner, in your expertise, how do we play the game? a lot of cow houses on my drive. Yeah, thank you. The guy with it nine, is a cow. guy with Our nine million mistakes. A guy with nine million mistakes per day. Tommy's actually the whole reason he's here is to document every mistake you make. I have five pages of notes. Wow, <laughs> look at that. And actually, <laughs> yeah. And he's going to well, backlog we've too. We've only been on the air for ninety minutes. That's <laughs> I know. Yeah. We just scan these and I how's send that, them. How's that mirror look, pal? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to send these notes after scanning them to some email address like uh, production at sesamestreet.com. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't know. it's kind of weird how we have that set up. All right, dogs Travis, on Travis, number one mistake you've ever made, agreeing to do this show. That's that's fair. No, no. I'm. It's, look, hey, let's get it going, man. Dogs <laughs> on film. Dogs on film. Used to have a dog theme. Doesn't so much anymore. Mm. Maybe from time to time. But here's the deal. Six movies. Six movies. We give you three pairs of movies. We pit one movie against the other. You guys have to guess which one has the better score according to RottenTomatoes.com. If you get it correct, you get a point. You can get three points out of those six movies total. That's the best possible score. We have a seventh movie in case we have a tiebreaker, or that will be the tiebreaker. That seventh movie... You have to guess closest to the score if we get to the tiebreaker. So that's how that'll work. From time to time, I'll let you know if you're right or wrong as a group, as a pair, as a solo. If you get it right. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. If you get it wrong. (laughs) And we have uh, descriptions of these movies to kind of help you out as well. My friend Sean does this on a weekly basis for us, and I was able to catch up with him again. After uh, he's a gentleman and a scholar, a one-week re- recess. Hmm. 
Um, so we have Sean uh, reading the descriptions for these movies. Now each pairing has a theme to its own. So the first pairing are Sean Connery movies. Mm. You have a Sean Connery impersonation? Oh uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, this is Chicago. Oh, the Chicago way. The Chicago way. I was in Dragon. Got one, Tommy. I was a dragon. <laughs> That's Sean Connery. Ah! Oh, That's a good, correct. Oh, that is correct. the correct answer. Yeah. Oh, boy. Trev, your new co-host is here. Okay. Wait, does so that mean you were born in 98? Yeah. Holy mo! What are you doing? Oh, 98. You couldn't find someone born in the early 90s? The other intern that's starting soon is younger. Jesus. I graduated high school in 97. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play dogs on film. <laughs> <laughs> Again, brought to you by Hillside Animal Hospital. Don't forget that. All right, what do we got today? So your Gardner? first Sean Connery movie. Are you ready? Okay. Here's the description with probably a little more added as well. Oh, dear. Oh, oh boy. <coughs> Kool-Aid, man. Oh. We turned down your Fox News. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I'm watching the Bernie Sanders show. Uh-oh. Wait. <laughs> Oh, opioids. You don't know how to take a drug, don't do it. Meteor, 1979. Drama, science fiction. Two hours, three minutes. Americans and Soviets must put aside their differences to save civilization from a huge meteor bearing down on the planet. Paul Bradley, Sean Connery, enlists the, enlists the expertise of fellow scientist Alexei Duboff. Brian Keith, who is joined by his beautiful assistant, Tatiana Donskaya. Natalie Wood. Although Paul and Tatiana are a Attracted to each other, they wisely focus on taking out the meteor, which may still cause massive destruction if it is partially damaged. You yes. like that Natalie Wood? Oh, sure. Who doesn't? You know why she didn't have any toiletries on that boat? Oh, why? She thought she'd wash up on shore. <laughs> Am I right? That's your first one. <laughs> what are you learning so far, Tommy? Mm. A lot. Mm -hmm. Good. Meteor is your first Sean Connery movie. All right, what's our second? Okay, here's your second Sean Connery movie. Rising Sun, 1993. Ooh. Thriller, drama, two Lefty hours, nine minutes. When a prostitute is found dead in a Los Angeles skyscraper occupied by a large Japanese corporation, detectives John Connor, Sean Connery again, and Webb Smith, Wesley Snipes, are called in to investigate. Although Connor has previous experience working in Japan, oh, his name is John Connor. <laughs> working in Japan, cultural differences make their progress difficult until a security disc is... A security disc showing the murder turns up. Close scrutiny proves the disc has been doctored, and the detectives realize they're dealing with a cover-up as well. <sighs> you ever been oh, wow. No. Have you? What's that? Yeah, I'd love to go. It'd be fascinating. If I had a bunch of money, I'd love to go. Think they'd love you over there? Yeah. Why? Because they drink like fish. <laughs> Keep up with them. So... Sean, describing two Sean Connery movies, Rising Sun and Meteor. What is your guesses? What are your guesses for which one has the better score according to Rotten Tomatoes? Trav, you go first. It's got to be Rising Sun. Now, those are both incredibly awful movies, and I cannot believe Sean Connery signed up for those. But I, I'm going to go Rising Sun just off the strength of Wesley Snipes speaking Japanese, I okay. think, throughout some of the movie. Uh, I'll go, and then, Tommy, you can uh, take a guess as well, even though I'm sure you're not a big Meteor fan. I've not seen either of these, I don't think, unless mm -hmm. it was on TBS and I didn't realize it. I'm just going to go with Meteor just because. Okay. 
Tommy. I'm also going to go with uh, Rising Sun because it just sounds like a better movie. Yeah, I guess it point. makes you feel positive. It makes you like, feel like, I'm a Rising Sun too to my dad, right? You know, and when, you, no. when I hear these descriptions, it makes me feel better because, as everyone knows, 99% of scripts are awful. And so, like, r- hearing some of the premises of these films, I go, oh, I, mine's isn't too awful myself. So I feel good. <laughs> hey, what was that sentence? Yeah, it, mine's isn't too awful myself. Mm. <laughs> if the writing is like that sentence, it will be. Make sure you, oh, make sure Tar- you write that down. Tarantino does it. It's make cute. Sure Tarantino does it. Oh, it's creative. It's nuanced. I do it. Travis, that's not grammar. <laughs> Mine isn't too awful myself. Quite, in, quite fine. Quite fine indeed. Quite fine, sir. Quite fine. Who's um, the winner? Okay. So those of you that guessed Rising Sun. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. 33 for yeah. Rising 33%. Sun. 33%. Okay. Nice. Meteor. A five. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I'm going to be honest, I did not know Sean Connery was in a movie called Meteor. Mm-hmm. This meteor crashed. Yes. Ooh, right. Nice. Come on. That's fine. All right. Let's go to your next set of movies. All right. These are ScarJo movies. Oh, I love me some ScarJo. Scarlett Johansson. Scar- Scarlett Johansson. You didn't know who they you didn't know who ScarJo. Scar I know who Scarlett Johansson is. I didn't know who ScarJo. Man, then you don't know who Scarlett Johansson is, man. Yeah. So everybody know what ScarJo. You got a lot to learn, kid. Yeah, come on. All right. Millennial. Is he, I, I think, think you're a millennial. Say, he's too and young. He's young. I'm about to, to be say he's young. Should have Tommy do like a weekly millennial report for us. Like, hey, what did you guys kill today? No, but he he's mad at the older. The millennials are older than him. I think he I think he's yeah, too young for millennials that. Millennials are. Yeah. What are you? I'm the generation after whatever a millennial is. I, I think wonder it's what like that's an called. X or something. It's like X or Y. Gener- I think it was Z. I think we're on that's the letter. Z. We had Z. It's towards yeah. the end of the alphabet. What comes after that? Screwed. Yeah. Maybe we don't need to know because the world right. will end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's just going to be the people who live on boats like Waterworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an Irish prophet who predicted all the names of the popes and we're on to the last one. Oh, so. that's great. St. Malachi, I believe. Good. Let's move along. Mm. Here are your Scarlett Johansson movies. Your first one. Look, Lucy, uh, 2014 thriller action, one hour, 30 minutes. When a boyfriend tricks Lucy, Scarlett Johanna, Johansson, into delivering a briefcase to a supposed business contact, supposed business contact, the once carefree student is abducted by thugs who intend to turn her into a drug mule. She is surgically implanted with a package containing a powerful chemical, but it leaks into her system, giving her superhuman abilities, leaking telekinesis and telepathy. Tele- tele- including telekinesis and telepathy. Her former her former captors in pursuit with her former with her former captors in oh pursuit. Boy. Lucy oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. How, how late in the day did you find her? her? Lucy. Hey. Oh, you got an I love Lucy thing. Yeah. From the uh, Missouri State Lottery. He's oh, got a cardboard cutout he just acquired. <sighs> From the local market in the neighborhood. Oh, Good for boy. him. Good for Sean. All right, I so like how this turned. This started as a dog-related film segment mm-hmm. with a veterinarian, and now it's how can we figure out what Sean's saying mm-hmm. in the open. Mm-hmm. Travis, you proud of that? I'm not proud of a lot of things today, Chris. That's okay. We'll get to the bottom of that after I'm this. I'm proud of it. <laughs> you are. Mm-hmm. All right. That's your first Scarlett Johansson movie, Lucy. 
going against. Anyway, we bought a zoo. 2011. Drama comedy. Two, two hours, 11 minutes. Following his wife's untimely death, Los Angeles journalist, journalist Benjamin Mee, Matt Damon, decides to make a fresh start by quitting his job and moving his children, Colin Ford, Maggie Elizabeth Jones, to an 18-acre property containing the Rosemore Wildlife Park. Though closed for years, Rosemore is still home to many animals, cared for by Kelly Foster, Scarlett Johansson, and her small staff. Me opens his heart and his checkbook as he, Kelly, and the others work to renovate and reopen the zoo. Now that one will make you cry. Mm-hmm. Mm. <coughs> oh, Matt Damon. Now Matt yeah, Damon is Matt good. Matt Damon. I can understand. Soft side. He does. It's very good. What would be, the, what would be your most exciting animal mm-hmm. if you acquired a zoo, Travis? Like, what would you be most thrilled to have in your possession? It would have to be the snapping turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because they are so... The resilient? They're so quick-witted. Mm. Okay. What about a bear? They're snappy. Red panda I went, I went is the only answer. Red panda? Not the Chinese the, acrobat? Not the acrobat lady. I don't think that's allowed in zoos. I don't think we can lock people up in cages. No, we would never do that no, to her. She's an a, international treasure. All the U.S. government's allowed to do that. We bought a zoo okay. versus Lucy. This is rough. I'm going Lucy just because maybe, maybe Scarlett Johansson charmed somebody. I don't even think Matt Damon and some cute animals can uh, make me care about a zoo movie like that. Travis? I'm going, we bought a zoo. We bought a zoo for Travis. Tommy. I've seen both of these movies. Uh, We bought a zoo is better. Tommy says we bought a zoo is better. The question is, what does Rotten Tomatoes think? For those of you that guessed, we bought a zoo. Take a seat behind the cage. 65 for we bought a zoo. Really? 67 for Lucy. Oh, How do you feel? That. You're the only one in the room who's seen both movies. No, I've seen Lucy. Oh, you have, but not both. I, no, I've seen We Bought a Zoo. You saw, yeah. saw them both. Uh, I more you, than once. Uh, we Bought a Zoo. I've seen them only once. Um, they're both fine. I just don't think it Lucy's better than We Bought a Zoo. But okay. 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 We Bought Lucy a Zoo was directed really by. Weird. Yeah, Lucy got very weird, especially at the end. It went from an action film and it turned into this psychological, deep, philosophical movie about hmm. nothing. Scarlett but, Johansson's uh, character, Lucy, for no reason, just marries a director of a weird action film. Like he writes himself into uh, it. Right? Yes. Yeah, he's like, well, oh, was, I just think this is the most realistic. Uh, thing, right? Oh, the director who gave us Almost Famous. I don't know. Cameron Crowe, didn't he do We Bought a Zoo? That was, I, think I don't was, know. Why would okay. I know that? I don't know. I, again, I keep asking questions. Kind of real like, attitude. I wasn't born. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Damn it. You yeah, we, we go to scream at him and him. You ever seen The Island with ScarJo? I have. Oh, that was. Was that pre. Was that Michael Bay or yeah. Jerry Bruckheimer? One of the two? Yeah. Yeah, that was. A, and that was Ewan McGregor? White outfit. Yeah, it was. It was fine. As Sean calls them, costumes. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. Okay, so we're all tied. All tied heading into the final round. Here we go. Our final movies. The final countdown. Didn't think your first uh, day would be so intense, did mm-hmm. you? Very, uh, very competitive. No. Right. Okay. Good to hear. These are Danny DeVito movies. Ah, I love Danny DeVito movies. Danny DeVito movies. You Great ready? American acting icon. There we go. Your first one. 
Throw mama from the train. Oh, oh classic. Parody crime. Don't well, shake your head. You know it. Throw your mama. Billy Crystal, yeah, an author and a, with a cruel ex-wife, Margaret Kate Mulgrew, <coughs> excuse me, teaches a writing oh. workshop where oh. Owen, Danny DeVito, one of his students, is fed up with his domineering mother, Anne Ramsey. When Owen watches a Hitchcock classic that seems to be his old really he troubled. to put the movie's plot into action and offers to, and offers to kill Margaret if Larry promises to murder his mom. Before Larry gets a chance to react to the plan, it seems that Owen has already sealed Margaret's fate. What's the most famous train? You already expressed. Oh, the city of New Orleans. Good you morning, America. How are you? All right, your first one. I'm worried also, about Sean these Also, days. by the way, you want to talk about, you know, the drugs that took place in Hollywood in the, back in the day. That was an executive who was like, yeah, absolutely green light that movie. Throw Mama from the Train. When did you become a writer, no, right. but it, but you think about like what you yeah. critiquing a lot of yeah. because once you get into the process, you're an industry man now. Once you learn about the industry, once you see how it do works, do we let people in the industry know you're critiquing all their work now? It's 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 interesting just to see because it's it's very difficult to get to a pitch, and uh-huh. when you get to a pitch, you're in a room of people who ultimately. Do you just, want Tommy like at the point when you leave, he'll have more experience at his his intern gig than yours do you want tommy to get you some advice ready to have some ready for, for you this for you or when you leave I, yeah oh yeah sure That's right, you know. <laughs> oh thank you yeah no problem yeah so i don't know throw mama from the pr- train i don't see that movie getting green greenlit today but i don't know I, I think uh it, i wouldn't go that far i think sean I could it. be played by danny devito by the way yeah our sense. our voiceover guy for this yeah mm-hmm. walk into a walk into an exec's office and they'd be like hey throw mama from the train huh huh and it got greenlit with two Billy, major Billy, actors. Billy Crystal's a pretty big piece. Yeah. Okay. I'm not you have saying two, two popular actors. You can get anything greenlit. Yeah, that's very true. Think Wasn't about think about all the things. Too? Huh? Wasn't the mom? Yep. Yes. Mom yes. 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 And Travis, think so about all the things trifecta. that we get greenlit that we turn down when people hear we're attached. Yeah, that's also true. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one is Throw Mama from the Train. Okay. And our second Danny DeVito movie is. Uh, here's a classic. Twins, 1988. Buddy. Oh, God. <laughs> hour 47 minutes. The products of a genetic experiment, fraternal twins Julius Arnold Schwarzenegger and Vincent Danny DeVito are both separated at birth. Their mother, Mary Ann Bonnie Bartlett, is told they're dead. Now Vincent, an unscrupulous st- street hustler, what? Now Vincent, an un- unscrupulous street hustler, eats out of living in Los Angeles. Oh, Julius, shot. raised by a scientist, Tony J, grows up humble, intelligent, and strong but very naive about the larger world. When Julius learns of his mother and brother, he heads to Los Angeles to find his family. They should have just left, made the whole f-ing thing in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's yeah. Part of life. Yeah. Damn it. Look out. Wife home? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> what was that? Did somebody walk on the road? Oh, his wife, Kathy. Oh, God. Was he being too loud? No, she just got back from the local watering hole. Oh, oh okay. They proceeded okay. to scream at the wall for three hours Sean was Y'all still doing this damn dogs on film? <laughs> Sean was uh, at home and enjoying his spirits. Can we do a... <laughs> Can we do a quick recasting call for Twins 2019? The hot version, The Rock and Zac Efron. They just do that. They just oh. completely take it. Like, oh, it's funny because he's a short little gruffy guy. It's just complete sex appeal the whole time. The Rock and, and Zac Efron. You all right with that? It's green lit, right? As a, as a professional writer and member of WAG, uh, do you think we could make that happen? Could you make a call for us? No, oh. I won't. Okay. But if it because... was The Rock and still Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's good. Okay, now you may have me. Yeah. Now you may have something going there. <laughs> but he's 
He's more along as Frank Reynolds' character. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. As long as he remains a character. Our buddy, uh, our buddy Dan Buffa has a quick comment. He says, wow, Jake Roberts lost a lot of weight and has glasses. <laughs> this is our intern, Tommy Mosslander, local comedian and uh, newest joke. member of... Because <laughs> you're young. You're young. You'll get it in 10 years. Oh, boy. All right. Throw Mama from the Train versus Twins. Two Danny DeVito movies. What do you got? Oh, man, these are awful fun. Tommy, you go first. This is no disrespect. Uh, throw this Mama a, from the Train. Throw Mama from the Train. He's really excited about that. I, um, it's a good movie. Oh, God, these are terrible. I'm thinking these are going to be at least below 30. I'm assuming Twins. Twins wins. I win Twins as well, but uh, I think uh, we might see a victory from our intern here. Tommy goes with Throw Mama from the Train and confidently does so and continues to Stole the virtues of that movie. Mm. Tommy, throw mama from the train. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. 62 Unbelievable. for Unbelievable. Mama from the Train. what? Because yeah. it's a good movie. You it's a what? It's a good movie. It's a 62? Yes. Hey, hey, oh, uh, man, hey. I guess you don't know hey. a lot about <laughs> riding, do you? Maybe you should stop critiquing. Throw yourself from the train, bitch. <laughs> you guessed wrong, too. Uh, but I didn't have yeah, the weird confidence. Yeah, but he got to say confidence. that to him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A, a loss for Travis is a win for the world, is, is how we usually do it. Twins so, of 44. That's appropriate. That's appropriate. It's rotten. I don't know that you're uh, capable of making these critiques anymore, Travis. I'm doing the Dr. Ed thing where I'm just fed up with these these ratings. Six. How? Throw Mama from the Trains. What? 62. That's critic audience. What is? I hold on. That's above fame. Hold on, man. That's above a lot of movies we reviewed. Some really good movies. Throw Mama from the Train is a good movie. Oh no, man! This is. I'm so glad Doctor Ed wasn't here for this. Doctor Ed would be upset here, but I don't. I think he would. Throw Mama from the Train. Are you? Are you? You're fact checking this? I'm not fact. I'm just. I just want to know this. There has to be. It is a 62 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Un freaking believable. How? You want the tiebreaker just for yeah? Let's do that. The hell of it. This yeah. is what the tiebreaker. So the tiebreaker, you just guess what the Rotten Tomato score is. Well, get off Rotten Tomato. Okay. <laughs> oh, look at he's got a win <laughs> under his belt and he's telling the boss what to do. Go okay, for it. Here we go. This was just I just went with the George Clooney movie. Okay. George Clooney. Clooney's a nice guy. And now for the tiebreaker, The Descendants, 2011. Oh, that's a great drama. film. Drama, two hours, 15 minutes. Native soldier, Matt King, George Clooney, lives with his family in Hawaii. Hold on. What? Native what? Native Islander, Matt King, George Clooney, lives with his family in Hawaii. Their world oh. shatters when a tragic accident leaves his wife in a coma. Not only must Matt struggle with the stipulation in his wife's will that she be allowed to die with dignity. Please, Kathy. But he also faces pressure from relatives to sell their family's enormous land trust. Angry and terrified at the same time, Matt tries to be a good father to his young daughters as they try to cope with their mother's possible death. That wife was a the wife was falling around. I don't know know how she got her in a coma. Wasn't she screwing around with her... You know, boyfriend, they fell off a boat or something. I never saw the movie. Oh, you're kidding me. It's a good movie. All right, I'll let you finish watching Fox News. I'm watching Fox. I'm watching Barry Sanders on Fox (laughs) News. Barry? Barry? Barry Sanders? The running back? Get him, Barry! Kathy, are you in the bathroom? Mm. First of all, he's correct. The Descendants is a phenomenal film, Uh and he's correct. 
it's a it's a, the, that's the great twist in the movie is that he discovers his wife who's in a coma was having an affair oh. and he's still by her side making sure she it's a very interesting situation because you're like I'm caring for my wife that's in a coma this is serious now I'm left to raise these kids but my wife was having an affair and he's also trying Wait, to So I'm supposed to believe that uh so a girl cheated on George Clooney? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's, yeah. I'm seeing a, a flaw in the writing. But right? it's but it's a, a phenomenal because there's a moment where he actually goes to have dinner with the guys mm. who cheated who was cheating on who was with his wife, mm-hmm. he's, he goes to have dinner with the, his family. It's a very weird scene. Like he's with his daughters and he finds out that his wife, who's in a coma, was cheating on him. And they convince him to go to the guy's house and meet his family so they can have dinner and expose him. But it, it sounds uncomfortable. It's incredibly yeah. uncomfortable. It's kind of like it. It's a fun movie. You'll like mm. it. It's a, I would absolutely recommend I it. I'm going to go but... and uh, I'm going to go 86. I wrote down 88 percent. 74. We have a guess from uh, from the comments too. Buffa's got 79 percent. Okay. Guess. 89. Nice, Chris. Ooh, wow. Nice. Well done. It's a, it's a good off. movie. Yeah. And I, I get it confused with the movie that Ruffalo and Julia. <laughs> Julia Zodiac. Uh, oh, no, oh. there was another Hawaii movie where Mark Ruffalo was in it with. Uh, Gosh, Julianne Moore, and they're in Hawaii, and they're a couple. Oh, they the, the, the kids are all right? Yeah, I did, only because it was, they were both filmed in Hawaii. That's how my stupid brain That's works. That's another crazy movie. But yeah. I would recommend, if you have anything to do this weekend, uh, watch The Descendant. It's fun. Do you mix that up with go. Jurassic Park then, too? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get it confused well with Lost. Uh, yeah. Get it confused with Lost. <laughs> you guys ever seen Hawaii Five? Or, wait. Uh, the Descendant. The Descendant. I always yeah. get that uh, yeah. crossed up right. with Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's a fair question. <laughs> we got to find a muzzle for our intern. That was good. Uh, Travis. I know. Yeah. Oh, wow. What do we got, Gardner? Uh, oh, I win. You won. Wow. Well, I don't win. No, you won. You got that Tommy. one. But Tommy. Uh, Congratulations. Tommy yeah. Welcome. Welcome in. Yeah. We're excited to have Tommy here. You can see him again open up for Ryan Singer this Monday. You can head back to the couch, Tommy. Great Damn, work. Damn, you're just going to kick him out? Yeah. And did you want to vote on fair or foul? No, I damn! Think so. <laughs> oh, you did that on you did, did it on purpose, huh? Oh yeah, just so he can just verify. Okay, segment. I see. What, yeah. Oh god, is he climbing oh. over the chair? Oh no! Tommy, do you not oh, know how to get out no. of chairs? This He's never lifted a chair, in a chair before. He's never lifted a chair Tommy, before in, a chair, in his life. Don't even know how to oh, get out. Oh no! Oh, you poor kid. We have so much to teach him. <laughs> I ain't even oh, get out of it. Oh no! Oh, buddy. This is. I was told you were smart, kid. I, <laughs> I appreciate him trying the hard way to do things. He, he dismounted it like it was a steed. It was like a pommel horse. <laughs> Why does that happen? Do I need to walk him up to the mic on Monday? It's bronze medal. <laughs> Travis, will you hold the microphone in front of his mouth at the, at the show this Monday? This young man is, is open I'm for reputable comedians. I was told he was smart. <laughs> He's open for reputable comedians. Can we shoot out of Tommy has a stool on stage yeah. on Monday. That's a, that's not the first time encountering a chair. Right, right. It's that, completely like... Does that overtake... He dismounted a chair. Can yeah. you, I didn't know you needed to dismount a chair. Did you? It was revealed he had never taken trash out the other day, and this may top that as my favorite moment with Tommy so far. Who vetted him? 
<clears throat> I'm on board. This one's on. <laughs> I'm this, on board. This, this, one's on. Fun. this gives you an inside this look into the, was, the vetting process and mid I was mid-interview with him, and Gardner was in the room, and then he heard that Tommy was into paranormal stuff and yeah. aliens and ghosts, and Gardner's like, hire him! Yeah. He's in! Yeah. And I just had to. This I didn't get good. a chance to this do any more This is a good, good hire. Did yeah. you, Chris was like, just looked outside the building, was like, you! <laughs> I showed up to the get funny in. bone open mic. I'm like, you look like you won't talk back to me. <laughs> Oh, you have fine hair and you're very docile. Oh, God. Please <laughs> oh, work wow. with us. That's not how it works. Huh. Uh, fair or foul, getting ready to start. Real quick, i got to remind you, St. Louis Counseling Services. St. Louis Counseling Services. It's here to help. They do a podcast called Mental Health Matters with Tom Duff. Be sure to check them out and uh, see how they're breaking down the stigma with uh, mental health. Tom will join us next week in studio for a little segment as well, Travis. It's pretty exciting, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a really cool video because Gardner's filming it. It sure will. Uh, (laughs) uh, Gardner, we asked uh, people a very important question. We did. today. Do you remember it? Because I sure do. Uh, This man, prosecutor releasing the Robert Kraft HJ video to the public. Is your subject winner gets 10 bucks to Southtown Pub. Was that the face he made? Oh, Mm -hmm. no. Let's hit it, Gardner. No, hold on. Let's leave that face up there. Oh, boy. Travis, uh, we've all we've all made that basic. Travis, caption this. this Can we edit it out later? Yeah. The face you make when you lose your Super Bowl ring and the strippers. Ah. All right. Let's get to the open. Hang on. Wait. Intern Tommy's chiming in. Who's that? People often ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Whose grandfather is Is that? Segment. Is it a movement? Quick shout out to John from By Jack. I can't sent a meme certain. that said, uh, Travis, true test if you marry power, someone this weekend. Fair or foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones. Oh, yeah, I know. I know the tweet I saw. We give it back to you, the people. Since we're such a professional uh, show, <laughs> we do want to so- alert you. <laughs> Travis, tell, tell everybody what happens. If you uh, marry someone this weekend, your 50th anniversary will be 4 2069. Honestly, I'm strongly considering getting married this weekend. 4 2069 <laughs> at hotmail.com. <laughs> Always the best. A, uh, you worked 50 years for that joke. <laughs> that, that would be brilliant. There's nice. a wedding on the roof of the There is, and you know who it is? It's our friend Sam Mall. Very nice. Good our good him. friend Sam Mall from Shock City Studios. He's having his wedding upstairs here in the Dot Zach building, and uh, he will well, be able to say people, that in 50 know. years. <laughs> for for 2069. They've nice. been scrambling around here to fix it up. Yeah, they're going to make the it look nice and neat. came in over the weekend. Really did you guys, uh, did, did your number? house shake last night? I didn't feel Let's that have thing. I was, I was asleep as a dog. Let's man. have storm I didn't talk. Hear a damn thing. That's why I woke up. The dog was like, <clears throat> something, Some, something happened something outside. Something exploded outside. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> like I sleep. I'm the worst. Uh, and thanks to Tech Electronics for the wonderful Tech Electronics. <clears throat> I missed that one. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, winner gets $10 at Southtown Pub, which you can use tonight at Free Comedy Thursday. Foul. The fact that an 80, a video of an 80-year-old man getting a handy is a topic of public discussion is foul. That said, it makes a lot of sense that they're having trouble releasing things. In uh, the JVL Jackal. You made the intern laugh, JVL. Foul. However, this is a soft foul. Pretty sure Trav's already procured it. So let's just let him release it for us. 
Would you be proud if you'd uh, released that video? Yeah, I would at least get 20 <sighs> followers. Foul. That video is going to be as awkward as watching Tommy figure out a recliner. <laughs> <laughs> Do you push it down? That's oh, from the black sheep. How do you pull sheep. it up? <laughs> How does this... Does this have a manual? I'm just going to eat my lunch on it. <laughs> I almost killed a kitten with a recliner. Oh, no, no. Don't ever Ripley. say that again. Poor Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't Ripley. It was yeah. uh, We see Ella. the after effects. Ella. Ella, Ella never Ella. meowed right again. <laughs> she meowed like she would go. <laughs> no, it was like. <laughs> I like crushed her vocal cords. Okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> she was just a kitten at the time. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie. This is the best worst show we've ever done. <laughs> I, honestly, for what we do, like this, we had Jake the Snake. We were idiots. It was a pretty fun show. Oh boy. What do we got? Who else is left? That's it. That's it. JBL Jackal versus versus uh, the Black Sheep versus TT's Pink Eye. I'm going TT's Pink Eye. I got the Black Sheep. Gardner, who do you got? Who is the last one? Black Sheep. I'll go Black Sheep. Black Sheep is your winner. $10 to Southtown Pub. Congratulations for winning Fair Foul today at the expense of new intern Tommy Mosslander. Big thanks to Tommy for, uh, for showing up, having uh, some fun today with us. He'll be around. And again, you can catch him with uh, Ryan Singer Monday at the Cranesburg Art Center studio. Travis, great show today. Huge thanks to Jake Roberts. That's Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, Gardner, anything before we take off, man? Nope. Any uh, astrological alignings, crystals, anything that help with people's 420 experience coming up? Oh, Earth Day. Earth Day in Forest Park. Earth okay, Forest keep Park. mark that on your calendars. Have fun. Uh, tomorrow we'll talk to Billy Corbin. You know him from the new uh, documentary Screwball, but you also know him from Cocaine Cowboys, mm -hmm. The U from ESPN, and uh, we're excited to chat with him in another conversation. Where is Highland, Illinois? Does anyone know? Uh, your boy, your intern might. I'm going to eat there on Sunday. Hmm. Godspeed. Well, we'll have a review of that on uh, Monday. Yeah. My good friend Sam Lyons will be joining us tomorrow for a little bit of recasting call. Mm -hmm. We'll have sent it to the week, Ooh, too. That'll be good. All right. Rural correspondent will definitely be on there. I'll be there, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, check us out tomorrow on the live stream. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to share this with your pals. Tag a friend that needs to see the show. Amen. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow live on the live stream, 8 a.m. Peace.